This episode of the Moms Network is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Calamos Wealth Management, an investment and wealth advisory firm headquartered in Naperville, Illinois, with offices in New York and Miami. Welcome to the Moms Network, a talk show focused on all things mom-related. My co-host Erica, Patty, and I are joined today by Monica Holtgren, a single mom of 17-year-old triplets and a senior policy specialist. This month, we are discussing moms re-entering the workforce after a break to care for children. This can be daunting to many women that may not know where to start. Monica, can you share a little bit about your journey? I can. Um, well, I graduated uh, with a degree in business administration and marketing uh, many, many years ago. <laughs> and uh, I started off uh, doing that for a couple years, but my real passion was writing. So I looked for um, a role where I could incorporate that as well. And I landed as a public relations uh, manager um, for a local government agency. And I did that for about six years. I had always planned to maybe cut back to part-time when I had children and started a family, but um, when I got pregnant with triplets, <laughs> things changed. <laughs> the plan changed a little bit. Um, I had worked really, really hard to have them. It was a very difficult pregnancy, so when they were born, I made the decision to leave the workforce, not to mention my salary would have gone to mm -hmm. childcare yeah. for three infants. So um, I was home for about 10 years. Um, it was wonderful um, getting to spend that time with them. And and uh, I'd planned to go back to work when um, they were old enough to stay home for a couple hours after school. And I thought I would start slow, maybe do some freelancing, maybe work part-time. Mm -hmm. And really, my, my impetus for going back to work at that point was just to have something for myself. Um, I got divorced right around that same time. So that definitely changed my path. It became less about me just needing something to do and more about me needing financial stability, a career, a 401k, health insurance, um, the hope of retiring one day. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, uh, in the meantime, I just got a part-time job as an office assistant at a local technology company um, while I was trying to sort out what I wanted to do. And I considered going back into public relations, but the field had completely changed. Um, I was faxing out press releases when I left. <laughs> yeah, they don't do that anymore. Um, now it's social media. So, so I knew that I would have to go and, and maybe go back to school and, and really kind of shore up my skills. Thought about going back and doing something different, um, like getting my nursing degree. As a single mom, the logistics and financial um, stresses of, of going back to school yeah. just didn't seem reasonable. So um, in the meantime, I went to work one day, and the uh, director of um, IT security at that time called me into a conference room, and I immediately thought, did I put the wrong beans in the coffee machine? <laughs> what did I do? Why does he want to talk to me? And he knew my story. He knew that I was in the middle of a divorce, and he knew um, that I was trying to make a decision about what I wanted to do. And he offered me a job on his team. And I thought, IT security? <laughs> um, I'm still working on how to use email, right? I'm, and, and he said, you know what? I, I like what I see in you, um, you come to work every day with a smile on your face, you're obviously intelligent, 
And I think he just um, appreciated what I was trying to do after having yeah. stayed home mm -hmm. with my kids. And uh, that was five years ago. <laughs> um, in the meantime, I have um, four uh, passed four tests, and so I hold four professional certifications. Wow. I um, have been promoted. I, I work for a global billion-dollar um, technology company. I have traveled all over Europe. Um, I now manage um, the security policy and uh, procedures. Um, so the, the fun part is I get to write, which I didn't really expect um, to do in this field. For that to kind of come full right, circle. Right, right. Yeah. Well, turn, yeah. you know, most people that go into IT aren't doing that because they like writing. Right. <laughs> so, so to have both yeah. backgrounds um, has mm -hmm. really helped me. And, um, you know, and then the surprising part is now that I'm five years into this, I actually really enjoy the field. There's a lot to learn. Mm -hmm. um, it's obviously a wonderful field for women to go into. There's a lot of opportunity. And, you know, there's, I think every day I just pinch myself. I'm like, I can't believe <laughs> I am where I am now and where I, you know, was five years ago, which was stressed and, and worried and scared mm -hmm. and wondering what am I going to do and how mm -hmm. am I going to support myself. So to piggyback off of that comment, I think um, lots of moms find themselves in that position, like you said, whether they want to go back to work or they need to go back mm -hmm. to work. Mm -hmm. um, and do, do you think, I don't know if you in the business world feel that people are a little more open to the idea of someone that's had that big break. You got to put that on a resume, right? I remember you calling me saying, what do I put mm -hmm. for my 10-year break. I'm like, just say that you had a break. Um, I think people are more open to it. Oh, for sure. There's a, I think it's a company on the North Shore called the Mom Project. Oh, yeah, I have that on the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They specifically pair up, you know, moms that are looking to go back in the workforce mm -hmm. or only work part-time or do project work. Like, I'm good working during the school year, but I don't want to work during the summer. Mm -hmm. And they're really good about pairing them up with businesses that need that. And as a business owner, Moms are fantastic because yep. they multitask like nobody's business. <laughs> and they just get stuff done. And again, like you were saying, with a public relations background or a writing background, those are all such strong skill sets to have in any business. I think that a lot of professionals or lots of businesses are looking at moms again in mm -hmm. a serious way. Right, mm -hmm. right. And you don't have to explain that gap in such a mysterious way. Yep. Well, and I think for you, you work part-time mm -hmm. with your business. So there's lots of ways that you can do part-time work. How do you incorporate that into your life? I know you're not going back into the workforce, but mm -hmm. like, do you, how do you set that time apart other than caring for your kids? After they go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really it. Um, just because they're younger. Mm -hmm. um, my son, though, is in a preschool program. So he's a, a few mornings a week. And, you know, it, that short amount of time, it's usually about three, three and a half hours. So that gets you, a, you know, a grocery run, putting them away, a workout in the shower, or dedicated work time yeah. you know, for that three hours. So you have to make that choice. Um, and it is, it's just fitting it in the nooks and crannies. And I think that's really why you're seeing so many of these companies pop up because mm -hmm. it truly is trying to have it all, you know, and trying to have the best of both worlds and providing you some of that, you know, income that you want and need, mm -hmm. but at the same time, then allowing you not only to be with your kids, but maybe pursue some other things, some volunteer work that you're passionate about or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's interesting. You know, I hear all the time I was a teacher and people say, even in that industry, how much is 
changed. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not the same. And do you keep that up all along? Or, mm -hmm. you know, I had, I was teaching English, so I had about 200 students and those essays and the grading. And I, I don't yeah. want to do that mm -hmm. with small right. children. I can't yeah. be at those little league games if I literally have 175 papers <laughs> to look at. So yeah. no. it's then discovering how can I take what I'm passionate about, which is teenagers and, mm -hmm. you know, tutoring and that sort of thing, which is something I've done and yet still make the income I need. Sure. It's tricky. It's a balance. <laughs> well, and I think it's so important to not like, because you, you didn't go back to public relations. Like this can be yeah. an exciting time Absolutely. to like a new chapter and to mm -hmm. learn things that are new and to do things that are new. Right. And if we looked at it like that and not like, oh my gosh, what am mm -hmm. I going to do with, I don't want to yeah. go back to teaching. Well then don't go back to teaching and mm -hmm. figure out what else to do. That's mm -hmm. one piece of advice that I would give women trying to return. I think that we automatically assume we need to do what we mm -hmm. did before. Right. Yeah. right. And if you want to, great. Um, right. But regardless, you're probably not going to reenter the workforce at the same mm -hmm. level that you were. <laughs> Yes, right. You right. have to kind of recognize right. that, you know, you made this decision, this amazing decision to mm -hmm. stay home. So you're you're, you're, gonna you're not going back into top management. Right. If you were right. a director, you're probably not going back as a director. Um, so it is an opportunity to try something completely different. Mm -hmm. And um, and it, it is it's work no matter what, right? I mean, if you're going to go back to your same mm -hmm. field, you you have to shore up your skills, as I mentioned. Mm -hmm. But if you're going right. to try something new, you also have to to learn some new mm -hmm. skills. So, and that's what's so great about being a mom and being a little bit older um, <laughs> is that we we have those abilities to to multitask mm -hmm. and to um, really pick up on things and we just have a little bit more experience so mm -hmm. yeah well and the kids are a little older right, right. so you have a little more flexibility right. you're not worrying about before care after care right. things like that and I think the workforce is changing just generally mm -hmm. that um, there's a lot more people that can work remotely we have Absolutely. that ability yeah. now and that really plays into um, you know, being a mom is, I mean, I work from home. So, yeah, um, so true. you know, sometimes it's hard to tell the kids, you know, leave me alone if I have my headset <laughs> on, but, right. um, but it does allow me to, you know, quit work when I need to quit work and, um, and immediately I'm there for my kids. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice balance. And that's what, you know, the millennials too are looking for, mm -hmm. you know, when you interview them and say, what are you looking for? Job flexibility, yep. some work from home options. And that's before they even have a family. Mm -hmm. So it is a shift. You know, mm -hmm. my husband works from home most of the time or is traveling mm -hmm. because as the world becomes smaller, right. you know, it allows you to travel mm -hmm. more because you yep. need to get to all these different places that you're communicating with. Yep. So it's interesting. It's something that I think the older generation, like my parents just don't get. Oh, mm -hmm. your husband's home today. I'll let, uh, no, no, no. He's not home. He's in the office. <laughs> right, right. Sometimes I slide a sandwich under the <laughs> door because I realize exactly. he hasn't eaten and it's 2.30. Right. You right. Know, it's a totally different yeah. world. And I think it's exciting because mm -hmm. it allows that flexibility all of us. Mm -hmm. you know? I remember when you were saying that when you were working from home, people were like, oh, hey, do you mind um, letting, you yeah. know, the plumber in? <laughs> right. And you're like, I'm actually on conference calls all day. <laughs> sure, I'll just walk on down and walk your dog. Yeah, right. yeah there's always yeah. that moment where you have to kind of, when you work from home, explain that. Right, to, but right. I'm so used to it now. Monica, right. do you have um, advice for someone who might be thinking about, again, whether they just want to go back to work because they want something to do, provide a little income for their family, mm -hmm. or they have to kind of reboot? Um, any, any top tips you would give them? Um, we talked about... Um the resume, right? When mm -hmm. I when I first started this uh, journey, I was, as Kathy mentioned, panicked. W what do I do? How do I explain away these ten years? And um, I didn't. 
I actually advertised it, and I found that the more people that I talked to, um, I was absolutely dumbfounded by how many people were supportive of, of what I was trying to do. So I think that that has changed too, where it used to be, how do you cover it up? Yeah. Right. You know, right. How do you, right. you know, right. just right. say you volunteered for 10 years, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think now you just come out and say it yeah. and you, mm -hmm. you talk about and be proud of that decision. Right. Um, that said, if you do make that decision, um, you know, no matter what their sacrifice is, right? If you leave the workforce, mm -hmm. you're sacrificing some of your career go growth. If you don't leave the workforce, you're sacrificing some time with your kids. So mm -hmm. as, a, as a parent or as a mom, no matter what their sacrifice is, so whatever decision you make, you have to be proud of mm -hmm. and you have to, um, like own I said, it. just, you have to own it. Yeah. Right. You have to own it. Yep. And um, so that would be one piece of advice is, is just be honest and, mm -hmm. and share share the decision you made and, and why you want to get back in. Um, you know, as far as other advice, um, as I mentioned, be open to other opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of have an open mind as to what you might be able to do. Um, another would be maybe when you're first starting out, pick the company or pick the organization mm -hmm. versus the role. Mm -hmm. um, had I, yeah, that's great. Had I, great advice. Yeah. You know, look for organizations that, um, that are open to career growth. You know, whether or not mm -hmm. you're returning to the workforce mm -hmm. or not, um, they offer training. They might pay for you to go to school. They might pay for you to take classes. Yeah. Um, they like to, to bring people up from within. So, um, as opposed to looking just mm -hmm. for what job you yeah. you want. So. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah. Thank always, you. These conversations yeah. always go fast. Yes. <laughs> if you are looking to get back out there, we want to send you encouragement that it's possible and hope you can create the best situation for you and your family. We'll be right back with more of the Moms Network. Thank you. This episode of the Moms Network is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Calamos Wealth Management, an investment and wealth advisory firm headquartered in Naperville, Illinois, with offices in New York and Miami. In Naperville, we know that community counts. In fact, it's in our name. As Naperville Community Television, we have the privilege of showcasing what makes this award-winning city a wonderful place to raise a family, to make a living, and to enjoy life's journey. That's why it's our mission to capture on camera those special moments that connect us. Those stories that impact our lives. Stories you won't see anywhere else. So watch Naperville Community Television on air, online, and on social media. Give the gift of downtown Naperville. Treat someone special to a great shopping, dining, or spa experience with Downtown Naperville gift cards. Good at more than 150 businesses. Purchase them at four convenient locations or online and have them mailed directly to the lucky recipient. Best of all, there's no purchasing fee. 
Just choose an amount and send. It's that easy. The perfect gift for anyone at any time. This episode of the Moms Network is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Calamos Wealth Management, an investment and wealth advisory firm headquartered in Naperville, Illinois, with offices in New York and Miami. Welcome back to the Moms Network. This segment, we are focusing on women and finance and would like to welcome Anita Knotts, the Senior Vice President of Calamos Wealth Management, to our conversation. Anita is passionate about empowering women to be an active participant in their financial goals and planning, as well as encouraging women to consider the financial industry for their career path. Anita, can you share a little more about your background? Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. And I think one of the things that I can say, I was somewhat uh, not traditional. If you think about what I talk about to women in the community in terms of you know, taking control of your financial livelihood and making sure that you're doing all of the right things to secure it for the future. Some of the steps that I've taken from a career perspective, a little bit questionable. <laughs> um, so I was recruited out of the University of Illinois, um, started off at a brokerage firm and stayed sort of in that industry in Chicago for a while. Guess what I did after I got my MBA? Quit my job with not a job prospect in sight, loaded up a U-Haul and drove to San Francisco with my husband. There you so, go. Uh, found a job there with Wells Fargo. It's one of the themes that keeps coming up in my career is the um, gumption to just go for it, right? Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. sometimes don't. Risk. Yeah, take the risk. Don't overanalyze and be open to. One of my friends told me, be open to what the universe has to throw at you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really, what's the worst that can happen? You pick another path. Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, I thought I wanted to go into research. Every research person I interviewed would said, nah, not you. So I said, <laughs> okay, well, I'll try something else. Still within the industry, went to product management at Wells Fargo. Um, after becoming a mom for the first time in San Francisco, we decided to come back to family here mm -hmm. because as moms, we need our moms. Right, Many right. and community. When, and community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. So we came back here, and I've been with Calamos ever since for the past wow. 17 years. But I think it's important to note that it's okay to not know what your next step is. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say this could be the wrong decision. Um, but take the chance, take the risk. I did not graduate from college saying, ah, in 26 years, I'm gonna be the senior vice president at a financial <laughs> services firm. And I, no, of course not. Right, right. You take some moves forward, you take some moves backwards, and sometimes it's a lateral move, mm -hmm. but just keep pushing, mm -hmm. keep mm -hmm. pushing. That mm -hmm. would be my advice. So, and I was telling somebody last week, I don't call it a job anymore. I tell people I love my work. Hmm. And that, it, it's a fulfilling bucket for me right now. Ah, Which is so wonderful. I, I get to say the same thing, and yes. I really appreciate that in my life. Um, I know um, I was, I've been divorced for 12 years, but during my marriage, I was always the financial person, right? Yes. I, I kept the books, I did the checking account, I yes. did the investing. Um, and so I know that as a woman, that's not always the case. Right. Mm -hmm. So can you share a little bit about your perspective on double checking that women are being a part of the conversation and yes. actively involved. Yes, uh, I was just about to say you're you're one of the rare women, mm -hmm. right, that mm -hmm. was actively involved. That is not what we typically find okay. in society. Um, and I think a lot of times women find that, um, hey, uh, Mr. Husband, 
if you can work and if you can take all of that, I'll take care of the kids. Just just make sure that you've got the work part and the finance mm -hmm. part down, and I'll do the rest. I'll do the grocery shopping. I'll do that. And our message is you don't have the luxury of saying that or doing that. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? The reason is, um, well, there's four that I can specify. One of them is what you just talked about, divorce. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. in the mm -hmm. society, divorce, high rate of divorce, uh, widowhood. Um, the fact that at some point there are statistics out there that basically say it's highly likely that the woman is going to be a sole decision maker financially and otherwise in their household. And then, of course, you hear a lot about gender pay inequality right yeah. now. The fact that women make 77, 78 cents on the dollar. So throughout the course of your career, even if you're in the workforce, you're making less money. And then let's not forget the fact that many women opt out for a few years, right? Right. right. So opt take care out of children, either children, but also adult parents or aging yeah, parents right. that you're trying to take care of. So already you're starting out of the gate behind the gate. Right. So yeah, right. all of these reasons combined, really, um, to me, it's not a luxury to say, I'm going to outsource my financial security to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And this has nothing to do with the strength of your marriage, by the way. What we advocate for, be an equal participant. Right. Yeah. You're not wrestling control away from your right. spouse. Mm -hmm. You're saying, hey, let me understand a little bit more. What are yeah. your objectives in all of this? Or even, where do we bank? Where do we bank? <laughs> where are investments? Would you believe yeah. many women don't know that? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. accounts do you have? Do you have retirement accounts? Do you have you know, just individual accounts? Is there something mm -hmm. set up in just your name? Mm -hmm. Or is it just his name? These are questions that are fair, reasonable, and important to ask. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I always remember a friend of mine from high school, we were child friends and her dad passed away suddenly and we were all at the time I was just married all of us were either newly married or new moms we were all very young in our relationships and her mom he owned a, a businesses and she didn't know where anything was yeah. yeah and I remember sitting at their kitchen table right after her dad had passed and her mom coming over to us and saying girls if you've learned anything from this do not stay out of the finances, be yeah. in them, ask yeah. questions. Because yeah. she didn't know where they banked. Yeah. And then she had this chain of you know, dry cleaners that she had to pay employees and she yeah. didn't know where that yeah. was. Yeah. But yeah. She, was in, and she was in the middle of grief. And I yeah. thought, on top of that, now she's got this financial thing. And yeah. I will never ever forget her looking at us and saying that. And at the time, you know, we had zero money, which is one of my favorite. <laughs> yeah. You have a really great phrase that you've said. Mm -hmm. Don't start seeing a financial, you know, don't wait till you have money to see a financial <laughs> right, plan. Right. Because you need to see it before you have the right, money. Right, right. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. And one of the other points you made, when you are going through trauma mm -hmm. or crisis situation in your life, is that the time you want to take a crash course tutorial no, right. in financial life management? Yeah. No. no right. yeah. So to your point, you may not have a lot in wealth right now, right? And that term is very intimidating to women. I remember when Kathy and I first met, Kathy mm -hmm. kind of said, what do you mean by wealth? Because a lot of women don't define themselves that way. Right. And you're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. But you don't wait until that point. It's always important to know where everything sits before you mm -hmm. get to that point of trauma. And, and trauma is a, is a strong word. But based on the statistics that I was just mm -hmm. mentioning earlier, it's an unfortunate case that at some point we're all going to have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. yep. So, yep. I think we also, women, have different approaches yeah. to finance. I know my husband is in the finance industry. Mm -hmm. So when we are sitting down with a financial planner, his view of the same paper in front of us, I guess on the computer, is different than mine. And because that's not my background, yeah. I can approach it in a different way. And sometimes, mm -hmm. I'll never forget, we were sitting there and the financial planner goes, oh, 
Well, that's true. I didn't think about it that way. Oh, and I'm thinking, Lord. I'm sitting here with two MBAs. I have a communication degree. What yeah. am I? Yeah. But sometimes things are a little, you know, more obvious to those yes. of us who are outside of an industry. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. as opposed to someone who's used to numbers and finance all day. Mm -hmm. you, know? you make a great point. I think if we were to look at ourselves as an industry, just introspectively, mm -hmm. I don't think we've done a very good job of speaking to women. And you just mm -hmm. brought up an excellent point. Yeah. Advisors traditionally have spoken like men because it's from men. Right. Yeah. So the other part of my passion is trying to get more women on the front lines in the industry because yeah. like communicates with like. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times what women shy away from is that investment jargon and ratios and statistics, and those are important, mm -hmm. but what about goals? Right. What yeah. about what yeah. do you right. want this money to do for you? What right. about more of the qualitative approach? Right. That right. tends to be missing. How does it affect your family? Yes. And your and, children? Yes. That's exactly. And my, my parents right. that health or family, whatever right. those things are in right. that again, in that community, in, in your family. I think that's a big thing right. That, right. that women are a little more focused on. Mm -hmm. Right. Women want the money. When we ask our female clients, what do you want this money to do for you? They're, the first thing they go for is, am I going to be able to take care of my kids or my parents mm -hmm. or you know, my husband and I? Are we going to be able to travel or have the life that we want post-retirement? Yeah. It's a very... Um, it's a very, I always come back to qualitative instead of mm -hmm. quantitative. Right. They are looking at the quality of life, not just for themselves, 100%. but the people, their loved ones around them. Whereas with men, and I'm not saying one is bad, one is good. Mm -hmm. I'm saying they're two different approaches. Mm -hmm. So we have to adjust our approach. Men are going to look at, did I beat the guy next door last quarter in my portfolio, <laughs> yep. right? It, and for women, it just goes far beyond. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. How do you think um, as an advisor and as, as an industry, we can close that gap and bring in more females into the industry to balance it out? Sure. I think um, some of what I'm doing right now is starting with talking to young women. Um, I don't think you can, of course, you can talk to middle-aged women <laughs> and, and start talking about the benefits of, of being in this industry. One of the benefits, regardless of what age you are in this profession, you're helping people. Yeah. You're helping people. I can't put dollars and cents to the value that I feel when I've sat down with a client and myself, my team, we brought up something that they had never considered before. Mm -hmm. That's like an aha moment that you've created for somebody that's going to impact their life positively, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. right? But when we sit down um, and talk to women, what I've noticed is that they are most of the time most comfortable when there is a woman in the room. She mm -hmm. doesn't have to be the primary advisor, but if she's sitting at the table, if she's, mm -hmm. if she's noticing you mm -hmm. and your concerns and your appetite for risk and your goals, that's half the battle. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when I'm out in the community, I think it's important to talk to young women, be it college, um, high school even sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we have some very good organizations in the Naperville community that are focused on development for younger women. So I'm trying to make sure I'm Calamos is a part of that mix in terms of talking to those young women and saying, hey, have you considered this mm -hmm. as right. a career option? Mm -hmm. And to clarify, there are women in our industry. What, what I see sometimes happening is that they come in and they go into behind the scenes positions. Mm -hmm. Operations or human mm -hmm. resources or marketing, all are good. 
all are required, right? But God, I would love to see more on the front lines actually talking to the end client right. and making that impact. Yeah. Well, and I love that comment you made about seeing, even if it's just an, an advisor in the room that yes. looks like that is yes. them, because that gives women in any situation more confidence to right. say mm -hmm. what she's feeling and not feel as intimidated because I see somebody in the room that feels like me. Yes. Mm -hmm. yep. I, I yep. feel like I now can say Maybe what I want to say. Getting the feeling like I'm being heard, I'm being yes. seen yes. in this conversation. Right. Absolutely. Right. And yep. sometimes that's all that's, that's all that it really takes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So okay. diversity in the industry is something that we're all striving for, that mm -hmm. we should be striving for. Mm -hmm. And I think the needle's moving. I think mm -hmm. it's moving slowly personally, yeah. but yeah. I think it's 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 nudged. Yeah. When I was in chiropractic school, um, and that was twenty one years ago, uh, there was only twenty percent female. Yeah. And now it's fifty one percent. Wow. wow. So wow. I think there's amazing. a lot of industries that, that are shifting yes. and, and more and more women are coming in as they're being inspired earlier, like yes. you said. Yes. So. Right. yes. Well, and children notice too. So at my husband's firm, my seven-year-old will say, you know, they have interns for the summer, right? Okay. And so he'll say, here's who I've hired. And yeah. She'll say, there's never any girls. Why don't you work with any girls? And he's like, honey, we I haven't had any yes. applicants. I promise you, if yes. a girl applies, you know, right. obviously Maybe woman. she can apply. Right. <laughs> seven. Yeah. She would be really good. She, she might be. Exactly. All right. Well, Anita, thank you so much for joining us today. It, Such a great conversation. It's a great group. I loved it. Yeah. Enjoyed thank myself. You. Playing an active role in your financial health and planning is extremely important. Thanks for watching The Moms Network. Remember, you are always invited. Thank you. This episode of The Moms Network is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Calamos Wealth Management, an investment and wealth advisory firm headquartered in Naperville, Illinois, with offices in New York and Miami.